On the tee, the knackered golfist. Oh, get in there. Nice. All right, folks, welcome to the Knackered Golfist podcast. I'm your host, the Knackered Golfist. You find me driving home from a, uh, a little putting outing that I had at Mather Golf Course in Mather, California, at the old uh, Mather Air Force Base. Um, had a good time. Uh, not any risk of rain or sleet or hail today or wind, ferocious winds making uh, life unpleasant on the putting green. So a lot more people were out at the golf course today, and uh, I brought, I, I'm starting, I, I got a kick of ping putter in me right now, and I am starting to collect those guys again. I'm starting to collect ping putters again. I just made a, uh, a purchase of two, put, actually three putters in the last week. One is a, uh, a ping answer 5KS. It's a... Uh, it's got this it's got this ping five grip on it that has the old um the lines on it. And it's gotta be the best golf grip they've ever had in in my lifetime. And then I got a uh a ping pal two that's stainless steel, and then I also got a ping B sixty three putter, which I just got done making a video for on the putting green. <coughs> and that is more it's more it's one of the more eccentric looking putters that Karsten made back in the day and uh I find it to be fascinating. Now, I finally, I think, have gotten the gist of how to, how, how to putt with the ping putter because for years, uh, most of my life, I've never been able to putt with a ping putter because of, I think, the way I, I stand to address it. Um, I, I used to always address it below sort of the sweet spot area, and I think that's why the ball would come off every which way. It would just bounce around, and it would not do well. So I adopted this thing where I, you know, what, if there's a, if there's a putter I'm using that has a sight line or a sight dot on it, I have it just a little bit north of that little sight line, and it helps me to make much more consistent contact with the ball and have a end over end equatorial roll that is on the ball, and it actually it, it's more it's it's actually like glued to the turf is what it is, and it's fascinating. And I've just been able to do that in the last couple of weeks. So I've been sort of nurturing that little uh, technique that I've been using with my ping putters. And it, it actually has helped me putt better with other putters that I have. Of course, I haven't used the bullseye lately or the 8802 that I have. The 8802 that I have isn't as good as the bullseye that I have. I think it's due to the uh, – it may have been refinished once before. And so the weight that I expect in the head of an 88 or two is not there, probably. But anyway, I've been getting these, like I said before, I, I, I have, oh, by the way, I did have a Ping Pal 4 that's a beryllium copper putter that Jesse Parra sent me, and I had for years not used it. For months I hadn't used it because it was too short for me. So what I did is I I added a little bit of length to it, and don't bother going to Golf Galaxy and getting one of those extensions that they have from Golf Works. They don't fit. And so it was only $2.50, but I'm just, you know, I'm telling you right now, if you go to Golf Galaxy thinking you're going to get a extension for whatever you want to do with your with your iron or your putter, it's a piece of uh it's a piece of shaft looking material steel whatever. 
and it's meant to extend your club a certain amount of length, like an inch or half an inch or whatever it is. But I wanted the putter that I had was 34 inches. I wanted to make it 36 inches. And so that is my preferred length of the pink putter. And so I used an old golf shaft that I had from a, uh, a Goodwill club that I had that I that I butchered up. Um, so I put that little bit of shaft in there, and it, it seems to work fine. It's uh, I got some new epoxy from Golf Galaxy, Golf Works Epoxy. And I did that, and I and I sawed off the other end, and I made it 36 inches, and I got this pure grip. It's actually called a pure grip. That is so it's like oversized, but it's also like a big honking. It's called the big dog grip, I think. I think it was like 20 bucks or something, and I got the green one because I was in a Augusta National kind of mood. Um, but it's gorgeous. It's 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 got it's it's it doesn't have any sort of channeling of the sweat glands in your hands at all in that thing. It's just a straight sort of smooth grip that a uh, that you'd feel in your hands if you have a uh, an ancient ping putter grip or one of those old uh, Golf Pride Pro only grips. It's actually out of the box, out of the out of the Amazon bag. Uh, it's 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 butter in hand is actually what it is. It feels like it, it feels like. I don't know. It's 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 a really it's a really nice um, sensation in your hands. It's it's really it's like your hands are connecting with the putter, and the 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 you're not getting any sort of differentiation on whatever the feel might be. You're getting straight connection from your hands to the putter face, and it really feels good. And also as a bonus, I put a little bit of lead tape on the butt end of the club. And that's what made it really feel good. So you got the balancing of the lead tape and the butt end of the club, and then you have the new grip, and then you have the the factory sort of weighting of the cavity back barium copper head. Uh, that is all part of the Ping uh, experience of having a putter from Ping. So it's really good. It's a really good feel, and I have a couple other grips coming. I uh, I got this Iomic grip that's coming that I didn't know was in China, but uh, it's when I bought it, it said it would take two months to get here, but the, the folks that I bought it from said, no, it'll just be there in a couple of weeks, so that's fine. So you know, whatever. It's uh, we'll see we'll see how that how that is and how that goes on, how it feels. So um, I'm really excited about this ping putter stuff. I really am, and I haven't been really a user or a purveyor of of ping putters as being helpful to the golfer on the green, but they really work. And I'm a converted, I'm a converted believer in the ping putter experience. Whereas I never thought that the ping putter was any was any useful for anybody else. Like, I mean, I never thought a ping putter was useful for me, so I didn't use it. I I was always the guy that went to the. Uh, it was with hesitation that I would use ping putter, and and I would want to use the ping putter so badly. But now, now that I finally know how to use it, I'm actually going to adopt that into my putting. That's going to be one of those ping putters is going to be my uh, my gamer. So and, I, and and update. So I do have another putter coming that I I'm not going to disclose about now, but it's a putter that I've always wanted, and it's a putter that my hero in golf used to use, and so I'm hoping that it'll live up to that expectation. 
and I'll, I'm most likely definitely going to make a video about it. And uh, stay tuned. Tune in for that. And that will be probably coming up in the next uh, few weeks on that. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm making a vow right now to not participate in watching the PGA Tour all the way from now until the Masters takes place in April. I'm, I'm going to make a vow, and I'm not going to partake in watching golf on TV because I don't want to be the person that is stuck at home when it's gorgeous outside and I'm missing actual golf putting practicing time while I'm stuck at home watching golf that's nothing but commercials. So it's just a, a showcase to having another uh, another uh, medication that I don't need. And then they go they go from medication to IHOP to Carl's Jr. to another medication and all this other stuff. So medications that I feel are unnecessary to be advertised on TV, I don't want to be watching that stuff. Um <laughs> So anyway, other than that, I'm making I'm, I'm making a solemn vow right now. I'm going to use some mental capacity. I'm going to use some of my brain power to to focus my brain having mind over matter to not to not be deceived by watching the golf tour, the PGA tour on either CBS or NBC. And also, you got the thing of Pebble Beach. I think is next week, and I. I mean, I did I did watch the highlight reel of I think the first or second round. It might have been the second round of the uh, of the Buick Invitational at Torrey Pines, and I found that there's this kid that shot 60 on Saturday or something at the uh, at the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic, and he won as an amateur. And I can't believe I, that's awesome. But I mean, I don't I don't really want to watch that. And I think that tournament was on the Golf Channel. And even though I do have Peacock, I'm not going to watch it because it's not a it's not a relevant tournament to watch anymore. I don't think it's even showcasing celebrities anymore. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. I'm definitely not going to watch the Live Golf, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna not I'm just gonna try to not watch the PGA Tour on television. And even even when even when the Players Championship comes along in March, I don't see myself watching that because I've never thought of the Players' Championship as being a relevant tournament to watch. It's kind of a the course, that TPC Sawgrass is okay. It's only you know, it's not Augusta National and they keep building it up and thinking that it's Augusta National when it's not. But I mean, the only relevant interesting holes to watch are 16, 17, and 18 on that course on Sunday, and that's it. And so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give in and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch that and I'm gonna try to find something else to do with my time, but when the Masters comes along, I'm going to definitely watch that, so uh, we'll see how that goes. So anyway, I haven't gone to the range at all, and I haven't, I haven't hit any balls, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort of uh, save my, uh, save my, uh, my pain threshold or whatever, because I am a bit older, and I, I have been a bit sore the last few times that I've hit balls when it's kind of cold, and I think when you hit balls when it's cold, I mean, a la Steve Kovic, I mean, he goes out to North Carolina in the winter and plays on dormant Bermuda and plays uh, and, and, and hits balls at North Carolina and then and, uh, posts, posts, uh, posts uh, videos of his experience on the Forge Golf Club appreciation page. So that's cool. Kudos to him, and sorry about those bills, Steve. 
the Bills uh, got robbed again. I think, is there plans for them to get a dome stadium so they don't have the wind issue in that sector of the stadium? Oh, my gosh. What a, what a complete and utter disappointment to a great season. The fans come in and they work day and night to get all that snow out of the stands when the stadium doesn't have anything heated to melt the, to melt the snow. Uh, to, to not have the fans deal with that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They actually cleaned out their own – the fans, the Buffalo Bill fans, actually cleaned out their own stadium to watch their game, and they still lost. But uh, it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool for them to throw snowballs on the field at the winners, and they, it wasn't cool to, to do that. It was unsportsmanlike, in my opinion. And so there you go. So, anyway, I don't know what's next on the Knacker Golfist uh, coming up. I don't have any interviews planned. I don't have any traffic updates to talk about. I could do a traffic update maybe over the skies of Torrey Pines to see how it is to get in and out to, if you know, Torrey Pines to see how that looks. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that looks. Maybe I can, instead of watching golf, maybe I can just do a, like a like a traffic update of the of – the, uh, of the traffic flow in and out of these golf courses that host PGA Tour events, maybe that's what I'll do. And I'll make podcast episodes out of those. Maybe that'll be fun. It'd probably be better than watching the golf course on TV with nothing but commercials. And that's a, that's a good acronym for NBC. Holy smokes. I just, I, did I come up with that or did somebody else say that? Nothing but commercials is NBC. Oh, man. Anyway, that's another acronym. This is an irreverent show a reverent golf podcast uh, that you probably won't hear anywhere else, but it's like, I don't know, everybody, all these the, the no-ling-up guys, I'm not going to listen to them either. I'm not listening to those guys, you know, being young and being unappreciative of what they have in the golf uh, world and, 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 and having everything handed to them and all this other stuff. Um, I'm not giving into that. So we'll see how that all looks. I'm not going to listen to no-ling-up. I heard that the uh, the uh, the golf has, oh man what is that talking history golf talking golf history podcast might be going on a bit of a hiatus so we'll see um, how that comes out I, I thought his shows his episodes about the rise and demise of the Ben Hogan Golf Company was really good um, I look forward to listening to that but other than that I'm yeah I'm not listening I'm not watching the PGA Tour and. Super Bowl weekend will be the Phoenix Open. Uh, I don't know. We can check in live with Jesse Parra from Phoenix, Arizona at the Phoenix Open. Jesse, how's it going down there? Has anybody had too much to drink down there? On the team. Anyway, so. The All right, folks. Thanks for listening. This is the Knacker Golfist Radio Network. Oh, get in there. Nice. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.